Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos. It's a pleasure to be with you this week. This week, we're going to be you know, extending our month as we were talking about Financial Planning Month all through October. And you know, I had some topics in financial planning that we didn't get into, so we're just going to kind of continue that a little bit. So we're, we're really unofficially extending the month of October of Financial Planning Month. My guest today who will be joining me as my partner over at CNA Financial Group, David Suki, Executive Vice President. So, Dave, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Always a pleasure to be here, Frank. So, you know, before we get started, we can just give a little bit of context, which is, you know, the Bible tells us the story of the talents, you know, and it talks about, you know, the one talent, gives the other talents out and comes back, and it's like, you know, I took the one, I turned it into ten, I took the other, the other one comes and I took it, turn in five. The other one comes back and says, I took it. I put it in the ground. And it's interesting is before that, what hits me is there was a little section that said each according to their ability when the talents were given out. And when we think in terms of that, every time we get paid and everything we do in our work, our purpose and everything, we're doing each according to our ability. And it's what we're doing with those gifts and those talents that we've been given who really develops who we are. And so every time we're going to work, you know, and I think most of us on, you know, on the line, Dave here and certainly I, you know, we're working today. Yep. But there's a reason why we do that. So I think that we'd like to start talking about before we get into anything else. And really, you know, part of the essence of our show is why do we work? And so, you know, if I were to turn to Dave, who, you know, J- Dave's a little younger than me, not a lot, although he'll, he'll have people believe it's a lot younger, but he's really not. <laughs> but if I turn, I said, so Dave, you know, if I was talking about you or we were talking about people that we know, our friends, our family, our clients, what's your observations, Dave, as far as why people work? And let's start just talking about that a little bit. Uh, so I think it's it's an interesting question because where I sit now and why I work since I'll start with me, is uh, is it really twofold. One, one to provide pro- provide income and cash flow for my family and myself and, and the things in my life. And the secondly is because I love what we do. So, um, but what what we now that's through experience. I think that I've I've grown to learn that when I first started working, which ironically was 15 years ago with CNA Financial Group. Um, professionally when I started working. And, and it for was our the, listeners, although it's radio and you can't see us, I had a full head of hair when Dave started. <laughs> and if you see me now, I am a little follically challenged, and I believe that he's part of the blame for this. <laughs> it's my contribution, Frank. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. it. I, t- I tan more now. That's correct. Um, so, But back then, when I was younger, I... I didn't think that way. I thought about, well, I need money to go out with my friends. I need money to, you know, pay rents and utility bills and student loans and then eventually my own home and things like that. So so I worked for the money really and, and maybe hopefully to establish myself with an identity in the world. And you know, Dave, as like and I look at it as if, you know, I'm at a little different stage than you. You know, Dave Dave for our listeners, you know, if you picked us up over previous shows he's on the early stages with young children which are how many now dave uh seven year old a six year old and a third on the way in about three yeah. weeks you're, you're getting real close so he'll probably have a little uh, thanksgiving baby yes he, he did have by the way for our listeners a christmas baby in the past so he's he's yeah, we're well he's, covered <laughs> yeah he's got the holidays pretty well covered at this point but you know he's got the young ones and then i have mine which are on the other side of that yeah. so 
it's interesting when we talk about why we work, we see it from different areas. You know, Dave sees it from, you know, my guess is at some point probably going to have to pay for college. Um, yes. So good. Now your hair can fall out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and mine has been as, you know, already paid for college or he's taking care of a couple of weddings. You know, I've got one more, you know, that's still living home and she's just really starting out in her life. But we all have different reasons, you know, why we work. And when we think in terms of that, it really starts to come down to really four areas. You know, and the four areas that I see is, is you know, we work to spend and to live, which is we've got to pay our bill, we've got to pay our mortgage, we've got to pay our insurances, uh, and we have all of that going on. So just lifestyle itself is one of the reasons why we, we work, which is, you know, to maintain that lifestyle. I think the other one that, you know, we work for is to save, you know, because there's going to be that day when perhaps we can't. And then there's, you know, also that we work to invest, which is to find opportunities to grow wealth and so forth. And for, you know, those of us, you know, who believe that there's something bigger than ourselves and we have to make that contribution, we also work to give it away. And so it's at all points, there's a reason why we're working, you know, when we we look at that. Sure. Fair enough. Yeah. And so one of the things that, you know, I like to really focus on today as we're talking a little bit about it is there's a core to that, which is at the end of the day, there's something that comes out of work. What do you think that is, Dave? Uh, there's something that comes out of work? Yeah. It's called cash flow. Cash flow. flow. <laughs> there you go. Money. <laughs> so, and, and that's really the key. And it's interesting is, is that you know, we were at a seminar recently, and um, we had a wonderful speaker who's here visiting us in our office uh, named Joe Pombriant. does a beautiful job. He's one of our counterparts up in New York. And Joe really, you know, gave an interesting perspective, which is, you know, in his perspective, you know, he said that at some point or another, you're going to exit the workforce, you know. And when we think in terms of exiting the workforce, you know, there's only a couple ways that we could do it. I mean, Dave, you, you've heard it before. You know, uh, we share it with our listeners. Yeah, absolutely, Frank. And it, there's really two ways, and then there's multiple options under those ways, right? When we, what we've seen, there's, there's by choice. Right. So we like to call that retirement where, hey, I'm going to retire at this age or at this time in my life or based on a circumstance somewhere I can I can afford to do that. And then it's, there's the second way is not by choice. I'm forced out through a, you know, a variety of ways, right? Frank, you've seen in your career people that are laid off from their jobs at the end of their run with a company or um, a, a sickness hits them or, or a disability or, or, premature, or prematurely they pass away and they're, you know, that's exiting the workforce as well. So those are by really force, and then the other or not by choice, and then the ones by choice are you know usually typically a retirement or a you know a way where they exit with you know with, with dignity the way that they always envisioned it exiting I believe you know with the retirement party and the you know everybody congratulating them. You know, it's interesting is when you're going by, through that not by choice. You know, something that popped into my head is, is that you know one of the things that's occurred over the last several years and we've been seeing this is is that technology has been making people's lives a lot easier and i think in terms of because dave you and i spend our life in the financial world if we were to think back of how many people were employed in manhattan on wall street years ago and the number of traders that there were and you know how they were compensated what they do and so forth technology eliminated a lot of positions. Yes. So yes. it was one of those of where what we had before going on was, you know, it might have taken 10 people to do something. Now all of a sudden is a computer replaced all 10 of those. 
So here are 10 people or whatever the case might be that exit the workforce, okay? Um, they were employed for many years doing what they're doing and effectively in any other field is very challenging for them to find yeah. work. Uh, yeah. And Frank, it it was something Joe shared with us when we were having our discussion with him. It's 100% certainty that you will exit the workforce at some point in your life, meaning – you know, because we all know we're, we're we're not here forever. So either through a death we're exiting, or we're you know, like you said, the other ones, a, a lawsuit, a, a you know, a, a layoff, like you said, or a job that's obsolete now, or by the choice of hey, I've saved, I've earned, I've invested wisely, and I want to now you know transition into that that retirement phase that that people talk about. So that's like a big moment if you think about that. How how do you choose to who do you choose to be? When Correct. that time has come. Now, we don't have control over that sometimes. We all know that. Um, but we still do have to take actions and steps toward hopefully having the choice when the time is right, if, you know, everything else is good with our health and our life at that moment. And, you know, part of, you know, the message that we always try to get cr- across to our listeners is, is, you know, the name of the, the show is Discovering Responsible Wealth. Yeah. And that whole point, there's a word in there, which is responsible wealth. And when we talk about responsible wealth, what we're really trying to get everyone to understand is, is that in whatever your situation is in life at the moment, it will change, okay? It could change for the better. Things can get better and better, uh, or it can change for the worse, okay? But at some point or another, okay, you're going to exit the workforce. And that's why we, we're looking at this topic today and saying, you know, this is really a big topic when you think about it. And I know it's kind of for... For the two of us sitting here and, you know, or our IT person sitting to the right here, Frank, um, another stage of life, when we look at that, it's a very deep conversation when you think about it and when you, you kind of look at that because as we all get older, okay, life occurs. And when I say life occurs, it's all of those events that, you know, Dave, you were just talking about. But when we look at that, the only way that we could have planned for that was to actually manage our cash flow and expenses early on. And by managing our cash flow and expenses early on is actually taking money that we could have enjoyed today and spent today, and we put it off till tomorrow. So we're putting off enjoyment today, cash flow today, and we're putting it away or putting it into something for when that happens. And Yeah, and Frank, that... You've mentioned this before. Um, you know, we've talked about this. That's kind of a hard, easy decision sometimes. Yes. Hard to, it can be hard to save. Um, it, it shouldn't be. I mean, we should live our lives according you know, uh, to saving. It should be a big part of our, our principles we live under. But it's, we see it in, in, in our clients' lives. Right? It's hard sometimes. They're, they're well-intentioned. They want to, but they're not making changes to make it happen, or they don't know how to make it happen. So that's not an easy way. there's not an easy way for them to do it. You know, there was a statistic out, and it was talking about how much people had in emergency funds. And, you know, when we look at, you know, what the average American has in emergency funds, and let's say that the number was $5,000 or whatever the number, I don't recall the number exactly offhand, but the reality is, is if it costs you $5,000 a month to run your household, if that cash flow stopped, you're effectively one month away from bankruptcy. Because what happens is this dead stop but the bills continue to come in. And yeah. so when those bills continue to come in, and again, we talk about, you know, you could have could have been any reason why it stopped. Could have been a layoff, could have been a sickness, could have been an injury. 
But when that stopped, if we didn't plan for it properly, we're very vulnerable at that point. Yes, we are, Frank. Yeah, and that's that goes for businesses, right? We see it in, in corporate corporate America. It's happened, right? That the companies that go under that they've not done responsible planning with their finances, you know, on their balance sheets. And and you taught me this years ago. At some point, an individual when they exit the workforce, if they exit it the way that they'd like, which is through a retirement. You know, and we all talked about retirement, Frank, and what we believe that to be. But they go from person at work or human being earning to the assets they've accumulated earning. So you call it from wealth accumulation to wealth distribution. And how does that, when you turn that switch on, you know, that's got to work. There's, it's a high stakes game. We can't, you know, we don't have a second chance at that usually in life. That's, you know, that's got to be done. To, like you said when you started this, with the at the best possible way you can with what you've been blessed with. You got it. In other words, you have certain talents. You, you have go. certain abilities. Yeah. You're being compensated for whatever those talents or abilities are. And the tendency is is that we have what we refer to as, you know, f- most people, a little bit of a lifestyle addiction, which is the more we make, the more we spend, okay, at the end yeah, of the day. Absolutely. So we keep creeping up and creeping up and creeping up and creeping up. But the savings rate, that we're setting aside and putting in those responsible tools to protect ourselves in the event that that cash flow stops, like disability insurance, whatever the case, we're not doing that, okay? Or we're doing it poorly, or we might not even be aware that we should we be doing should it. should be doing it, yeah. So that, we're thus vulnerable, one. which is, you know, the challenge, which is what we try to communicate on the show. And then one of the things in the biggest threat, you know, that you know, was interesting when it was said, you know, is hubris. Yeah. And and when we talk about that, you know, it was like when I heard it, I was like, what did he mean by that exactly? <laughs> it was kind of a big word. And, you know, I was sitting there holding up a quarter in the back and saying, I'll give you a quarter for that one. But Dave, maybe take a minute and explain that to our listeners as uh, to, you know, put that in context for them of what well, are we talking about there? Well, and I'll give a description that's not maybe a definition of it, but an understanding in terms of um, how I how I perceived it when, when when it was brought up. It's excessive pride. You know, and it usually it leads to ruin. And and Joe had shared an example with us with Roman Empire, you know, yep. and you, how it was the you know in the context of that that we're so prideful, and it's it we're at a point that we say I'm all set. You know, how many times have you heard that in your career? And I used to come back and say, Frank, what do you say to somebody when they say I'm all set? Yep. And you know, that that was kind of an aha moment for me. And, you know, and I always say is you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You know, and it's it, it, that's really the reality of things is, you know, we have this world of information. There's this world of knowledge. And if you really think of how much we really know in terms of what's possible, it's so small. But yet what we do is we're prideful, okay? We don't want to show our vulnerability. So when people are reaching out and they say, I'd like to show you what we do or I'd like to show you, and, you know, we're like, oh, I'm all set. And it's that pride that's kicking in, which is stopping people from growing and sometimes seeing what the opportunity at hand may actually be. That's right. That's right. And one thing I'll I, I just add to that thought, Frank, we're always changing. Whether we're changing with growth or we're decaying, with, that's change as well. We're never staying the same. 
So I've I've learned that in my career, in my life, that you know I'd rather grow than decay. What's that all saying? If you're green, you're grown. If yes. you're if you're not, you're if you're you're ripe, you're rotten. That's you correct. Know, it's one or the other. You know, speaking of rotten, we just finished pumpkin season. You know, with, <laughs> there you uh, go. with regard to Halloween, and and my son Frank, who's here on the, the IT, was nice enough to tell us today as we're taping that. Hey, just so that you know, we're less than two months away from Christmas. <laughs> you know, so when we think in terms of that, you know, it's like. You know, time goes very fast. And the time to start with regard to looking at your situation, being responsible for who you are, and making better decisions, okay, or maybe even making some adjustments and changes in your life, the time is now. You know, uh, remember, tomorrow never gets here. You know, there's always well tomorrow. Said. Yeah. There's always tomorrow. So for all of our listeners, you've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth. Our guest today, my partner over at CNA Financial Group, David Suki. I'm your host, Frank Congelos. If you have questions regarding this topic of cash flow and how we can help you, you can write to us at the Institute of Responsible Wealth, 2431 Atlantic Avenue, Manasquan, New Jersey, 08736, or email us at info at ifrw.com. Thank you and have a blessed week.